Hey everyone, Bill Barhite here. Welcome to the Abra Money 3.0 show where I talk about the future of money and technology. This episode is an edited audio version of a recently recorded Money Talks Live AMA. There's also a video version of this podcast available on youtube.com slash abraglobal. Again, that's youtube.com slash abraglobal. The information presented in this podcast is provided for informational purposes only and should not be used or construed as an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy any of the financial assets discussed. Neither ABRA nor any of the participants in this podcast make any representation as to the suitability or appropriateness of these financial assets for individual investors. Investors must make their own determination either alone or in consultation with their own financial advisors as to the suitability or appropriateness of such investments. ABRA interest accounts are issued by Prime Trust and Nevada Chartered Trust Company. Rates for ABRA interest accounts are subject to change. Digital currencies are not legal tender, are not backed by any government, and ABRA interest accounts are not subject to FDIC or SIPC insurance protections. Hey, good morning, everyone. Bill Barhide here, founder and CEO at ABRA. Welcome to Money Talks. Money Talks is our weekly show where we go over everything ABRA, answer all of your questions on any topic, how to use the Abra app, what's going on in the industry, how Abra works, what's going on behind the scenes. We talk about all things crypto, all, anything you want to talk about in, with investing. Lately, the, the Federal Reserve is a, a topic of interest. We'll get into that. And I see uh, we've already got questions coming in. My team parses the questions. We've also got support on the line. So if people have questions on YouTube or Twitter or Facebook channels, We'll also be able to answer your questions directly, so please take advantage of that. We've got questions coming in already. My team funnels the questions for me, and I see the long list already forming. We've got people from all over the world, like uh, like usual. And uh, yeah, we've got a lot to talk about today. So let me get into a few things. By the way, um, I had a really fun uh, conversation on uh, the Pomp podcast a couple of days ago. If you haven't heard it, please check it out. I'm a huge fan uh, of Pomp Anthony Anthony Pompliano. Uh it's on YouTube, it's on Apple Podcasts, on uh, Spotify, I think uh, Overcast, whatever that other service is, uh, is called. Um, just search for Pomp Podcast. Follow him on Twitter. He's got a huge following. Uh, we talked about uh, macroeconomics, Federal Reserve again, uh, Bitcoin and corporate treasuries, uh, which we'll, we'll get into in a minute, uh, and of course building a, a global crypto bank at Abra. And he's one of the best evangelists. He always asks provocative and interesting questions. Uh, so if you're not familiar with his stuff, check it out. I listen to his stuff all the time on my runs. I got my earphones on, listen to Pomp, love him. Uh, thanks for having me on and, and check it out. And also, he's got a, a newsletter, which is paid. I think it's like $15 a month. I pay 15, 15 a month for it. It's worth it. You get the newsletter in your inbox every morning waiting for you. Uh, all kinds of interesting topics ranging from uh, crypto to, you know, for example, today they were talking about what's happening with Apple and being sued by the the people who created uh, Fortnite and, and what that means and the implications for everything. And he always brings it back to Bitcoin and crypto in some interesting way. Anyway, check it out. So let's talk about uh, what's going on with Abra's interest account product. So the revolution continues. You can still earn 9% on U.S. dollar stablecoin deposits, 4% on crypto deposits. The response has been phenomenal. Uh, if you haven't started earning 9% on your U.S. dollars uh, or any international currency for that matter by converting it to dollars in the app or 4% on your Bitcoin and Ethereum, you need to get started now. 
especially if you're just holding money in Abra. We get a lot of hodlers. That's the, the term for people who are just holding crypto in Abra. If you haven't moved that Bitcoin or Ethereum over to the interest account, you're simply losing free money. Okay, And I'll show you in the app how to do that, but it's really easy. So this is a real breakthrough for investors. For the first time, investors can, can make U.S. dollar uh, or crypto deposits into an app and then automatically earn interest on those deposits of up to 9%. So if you're not taking advantage of this, now is the time. All right. So funds can be deposited via Bankwire. Uh, right now, Bankwire in the U.S. or ACH in the U.S. Soon, Bankwire is outside the U.S. Uh, we support cash at retail. So we've got stores in Southeast Asia, like in the Philippines. Shout out to all our fans there. Uh, Central America, places like Guatemala. And you can also deposit crypto directly. And actually, the vast majority of our deposits come in via crypto. But we get lots of people depositing cash uh, via bank or, or retail as well. Um, and, you know, or if you have an existing balance in your Abra trading account, you can move that money over to the Abra uh, interest uh, product. OK, so as I said, we've had millions of dollars in, in, in both crypto and U.S. dollars come in uh, to the Abra interest accounts already. Uh, I love getting my Monday morning push messages that I've got free money from from Abra. I see the deposits going up. I'll show you in my in my test app in a minute uh, how those uh, how those work. So how does the Abra interest account work? So as a reminder, the the Abra interest accounts are accessible only from the Abra app on iPhone and Android. These are a, a new type of account inside the Abra app. We partnered with Prime Trust, a U.S. chartered trust bank based in Nevada to issue these accounts. But the product is fully Abra, meaning we made the product, we managed the investments that earned the yield. Uh, they are simply our partner for uh, compliance, managing uh, custody, uh, and uh, managing uh, the ability to pay interest back to the consumer. So once you register for the Abra interest account in the Abra app, your personal details are verified by Prime Trust. In the U.S., you can use a driver's license. Outside the U.S., you can use a passport. And we'll be adding more ID types over time. This can usually, this is usually instant. I'd say in between 60 and 80% of the time, the verification is instant. So within seconds or minutes, uh, you should have an answer. Sometimes it takes a couple hours, a few hours. Uh, we had a long backlog at the beginning, but that's all gone now. And so people should be getting a response fairly quickly. So after being approved, you'll receive a push message in your Abra app. That means you can now deposit dollars, stable coins, Bitcoin or Ethereum uh, into the Abra interest account. Um, and as you can see uh, in the app itself, the U.S. dollar interest rates are 9 percent uh, and Bitcoin Ethereum rates are uh, 4 and 4.1 percent respectively. And we update the interest rates offered periodically. Uh, they haven't actually changed since we launched the feature. We look at the rates uh, daily and weekly, but so far they've held steady and we're really excited by that. Uh, so, but the rates are set similar to how a bank sets rates for cash deposits with uh, the difference being that the rates we're able to offer are much higher than what a bank typically offers on U.S. dollar deposits. Okay, so if you have the newsletter, there's a really cool video that shows how this works um, and uh, please check it out. So again, how are we able to offer a 9% rate on dollar deposits when a bank can't even offer 1%? What's going on there? So the answer 
uh, is Abra's institutional lending desk. Our lending desk, run by our chief investment officer, uh, enters into lending relationships with borrowers throughout the crypto universe. And we're expanding that universe very, very quickly. As our volume of assets under management, or commonly referred to as AUM, continues to grow, we'll continue to diversify our crypto portfolio in order to continually lower the risk. And all these new potential institutional borrowers go through our investment committee process, which reviews every borrower and determines a risk profile. And we set various parameters, including interest rates, collateral requirements, and other terms, depending upon the risk of of these borrowers. And so ultimately, this investment committee, including myself, must approve all new institutional borrowers. So we have big plans for growing this institutional lending desk at Abra in the coming months in order to meet the exploding demand for crypto assets. So what that means for you is, is that we should be able to offer extremely reasonably high yields for many months and years to come as this demand continues. Like I said, we reset the rates periodically, but so far... We haven't had a chance to change the rates at all since we've launched the product. Okay. One of the questions I get, we'll deal with it right off the bat, is when are we going to add more cryptocurrencies, Litecoin or other cryptocurrencies, to the Abra Interest product or to the trading accounts for that matter? So we do plan to add other cryptocurrencies to the Abra Interest account in the coming weeks and months. So stay tuned for that. We'll obviously talk about it here uh, on uh, Money Talks. Uh, but... Uh, you know, stay tuned. And, and so keep the questions coming because it helps us determine what interest you have in other products. So if your interest is in Litecoin or Digibyte or other cryptos in the interest accounts, let us know. That definitely has an impact on our decision. Okay, so why are we doing this? Our mission is to democratize access to financial services. So we created Abra to have a single app where users can save, invest, send, trade, and now earn interest. Abra is the only global app that makes it truly easy to do all these things. So we, we find it absolutely ridiculous that banks can earn a huge income stream on your deposits, but offer consumers effectively nothing. So we're changing that at Abra. This is the app that we wanted for ourselves and that our users are telling us that, that you want. And you know we're, we couldn't be happier with, with the product. Um, so in, in the meantime, we do have a bunch of questions coming in already. Um, let's see. So does Abra offer this product directly or are you using an outside vendor? Um, and so, yes, Abra actually offers the interest account directly to you. We're not using outside vendors for that product. It is our in-house developed technology to be able to offer that yield and our in-house, uh, managed lending desk that is, uh, generating that yield for you by making, uh, high quality investments uh, in the crypto sphere. So thanks for that. Um, I've been hearing a lot about Ethereum 2.0. This question comes from Chris. Is this a hard fork? And will there be a separate coin like ETC offered when 2.0 launches? So there is not going to be a hard fork for Ethereum. Ethereum 2.0 is a group of technologies that combined uh, provide a lot of scalability and new functionality to Ethereum, but it is, it is, it is not a new token. Uh, it is not a hard fork. As a matter of fact, uh, Lamesh or, or Lala, there's a, a, a blog article I did a few weeks back where we laid out the um, all of the technology components for that. Maybe you want to link that in the 
in the YouTube and, and, and Facebook channels for people to, to get a quick read. Um, we talk about everything from what staking means and how you can earn yield on staking with, with, with this next version of Ethereum. Uh, but it's not a hard fork. You don't have to do anything. If you have Ethereum on Abra, it will stay there. And eventually you'll get all the benefits of the upgrades to Ethereum. Okay. Thanks, Chris, for that question. Uh, Gianni asks, what kind of documents do you need for earning interest on crypto deposits? Maybe provide instructions on how to transfer money to the account. Great question. So very simple. If you're in the U.S. today, we support a driver's license as an ID to open the Abra interest account. And outside the U.S. right now, we only support passports. And the reason we chose those two IDs is they're the most common for those markets. We will add more ID types and country-specific ID types, such as international driver's licenses, over time. Uh, bear with us. But by and large, that hasn't been a problem for the vast majority of our users. Um, can we lose the initial investment capital in the interest product? Um, so in theory, you can. But these are very high-grade investments. It's just like any investment. Like So if you put money in um, you know, Apple shares, or you know, of course, you can lose money on the shares. Here, you're actually investing in, in effectively in loans, which we make, which is more or less what a bank does. So a bank basically makes high quality loans, the collateralized or whatever, and they spread those loans across a very large uh, uh, base of borrowers in order to generate that interest. Uh, but obviously, borrowers can default, but that is that risk is spread around a very, very large base of consumers. So generally, the risk profile here is very, very low, and we try to keep it that way by looking for high-grade borrowers. Uh, but there is risk. There's always risk with investments, and so we try to be transparent about that. Um, but we do our best, and it's our job to uh, make that risk profile as as low as as possible to, for the for you, our consumer. Um, let's see more questions coming in. Uh, that was Matt, by the way. Thanks, Matt, for that question. Um, William asks, do we have to leave the deposit for a certain amount of time? So, so technically, as I said, we do ask for up to seven days for a withdrawal, but generally the withdrawals are happening uh, same day, uh, especially for smaller deposits. If it's a huge withdrawal, it might take a couple of days uh, or a week, but, but generally um, the withdrawals are happening fairly quickly. But as the terms of service day, we do ask for up to uh, seven days. So what is the difference, um, uh, if I say the name right, ResGlow Transportation, uh, which is a business, I guess, is what is the difference between Coinbase and Abra? Uh, so I work for Abra. I'm the founder of Abra. I don't work for Coinbase, so I can't really speak to them. Uh, but what I'll tell you is, is that um, we try to basically be the simplest, most globally accessible, most comprehensive app on a smartphone that you can have to play in the crypto space. Right. We have the only product out there that lets you make 9% on dollar deposits, 4% on Bitcoin and Ethereum deposits anywhere in the world. And at the same time, trade and exchange between 100 different cryptocurrencies. I'm not aware of any other app that has that breadth of offering uh, and is that simple for consumers to deposit their existing crypto or stable coins, uh, wire money from their bank and immediately get into that uh, type of user experience. So we pride ourselves on making that uh, super easy, and um, I'm not aware of another app that does that. So, so good question there. Uh, Jacqueline asks, is Abra secure enough? Um, how secure is USDC? Jacqueline, that's a great question. Okay, so let me talk about security. So there's a few things going on with the Abra app. We're effectively using different custodians for the funds in the app, depending upon whether you're doing trading or the interest accounts. And both are highly secure. 
uh, you know, crypto grade uh, service providers. Okay. And we vet the security of everyone we work with. So on the trading side, right, we're basically working uh, with an exchange that, uh, to my knowledge, there's never been a hack. Abra has certainly never been hacked. Okay. And then on the, um, the uh, interest bearing side, as I mentioned, we work with Prime Trust and their custodian partner. And to my knowledge, you know, it's a lot of the funds are either in cold storage or not even stored online. So there's nothing to hack, especially uh, given the institutional uh, borrowers that that are, are actually borrowing a lot of those crypto assets. Uh, we also don't have this idea of a login and password at Abra. If you notice, when you access the app, there's no login and password. Well, how can that be secure? This is actually even more secure than using a login and password. There's no password for your funds stored on our device, on our servers anywhere. Okay. So when you type in your four digit pin code, you're actually using a private key stored on the phone itself to unlock your wallet. I have no access to that key. Okay. Um, you have a backup phrase that you write down, which allows you to recreate that key. If you move to a new phone or if your phone gets stolen, that is way more secure than leaving a password on my server. Okay, so we'll get into in, in coming episodes how we deal with recovery and things like that. But this is the most secure method I've ever seen for not only trading and earning interest, but for managing your own crypto without having to worry about your device getting lost or stolen. Okay, so great question. Keep them coming. Um, so let's see what else. By the way, we have people from all over the world here. I was looking at some of our, our, our users this morning. We've got people uh, all over the United States, of course, uh, L.A., New York. I, was, I saw some folks in, in Michigan this morning. Uh, we've got people here from Manila, people here from Guatemala City. Uh, by the way, speaking of Manila and the Philippines, a uh, quick shout out to you guys. We have a new uh, service offering uh, that I wanted to let you know about. So uh, a lot of you use our retail partners like 7-Eleven in, in the Philippines to deposit money into the Abra app. Uh, that's a special feature that we have for you. Starting this weekend, you'll now be able to, to do uh, transactions during the weekend itself. So we'll process those transactions on the weekend for you so you don't have to wait. Um, and it should be, funds should be available the next uh, business day. So uh, if you transact at 7-Eleven, it could be, you know, just literally a couple hours before uh, funds uh, for are available. Um, there's some details here that we'll publish uh, online. Uh, but, um, but yeah, so generally, uh, uh, funds should be available sometime around seven to 8 AM, uh, the next day when you're doing that on the weekend, which is, which is a big upgrade for, for all of you. Anyway, so special th uh, shout out to you guys, by the way, there's a, a Facebook group that we run just for the Filipino community. It's booming for us. Uh, it's a, it, we love, um, that region. Uh, love you guys. So, so please uh, check out that Facebook group. If you're not already in there, it's got thousands of people. Um, anyways, uh, thanks for that. Uh, Ultra Instinct asks, how do I calculate uh, the interest made per week? Um, so this is a great question. We actually just launched an interest calculator. So if you go to abra.com and click on earn interest at the bottom of the page where we show the interest rates, there's now an interest calculator. So if you type in the amount of your deposits in dollars or any other amounts and uh, click on or, or type in the interest rate that you're getting, it'll actually show you uh, the interest calculation. So you don't have to do it by hand or, or try to guess. Uh, so that's a, a well a common uh, feature request um, that, um, that we get. 
So what is Prime Trust and what role do they play? Um, please, please provide as much background detail as possible to establish trust. Great question. Prime Trust is a U.S. regulated trust bank. They're based in Nevada. They have a charter uh, as a trust. Uh, they have thousands of clients, manage billions of dollars in assets, very well known in the crypto space. They do a lot of work with companies in the crypto sphere. Uh, we chose them for uh, the fact that they're uh, secure, trustworthy, uh, highly compliant in their systems, are able to deal with the complexity of our crypto business, uh, and they've been a great partner. So those of you who have gotten your account registered within seconds, that's due to the uh, awesome uh, partnership we have with uh, with Prime Trust. And so they manage the uh, custody of any crypto assets that you move into the Abra trading account. And then Abra manages the investments that generate the yield or interest that you make on those accounts. So we're really happy and excited about that partnership with Prime Trust and shout out to them. Um, let's see. If you deposit Bitcoin and earn, and earn interest in Bitcoin, if the price in dollars doubles, um, do you value the does the value of your BTC also double? Yes. So so your it's your Bitcoin. If you deposit Bitcoin, let me go back to my um, my demo here. So you see, I have uh, in this demo uh, app, I have four point five six two Bitcoin. You see the price changing there in real time as Bitcoin is going up in price. Um, four point five six two Bitcoin. If if that Bitcoin goes up in price the value that you see here on the screen goes up accordingly. Okay, so I'm not only earning the interest in Bitcoin, but I'm getting the benefit of any price increase of the Bitcoin itself. Okay, so uh, everything is relative to the currency you're holding. So if I'm holding ETH and the value of ETH goes up, right, I'm getting the benefit of both the interest as well as the, the increased value of ETH in dollars or whatever currency uh, you're holding. Okay, how can Abra offer these kind of interest rates how do we ensure portfolio is diversified and some risk mitigation strategies? Fantastic question. So as I mentioned in the opening uh, part of the, of, the, of the program, we run an institutional lending desk and an investment committee that vets every new borrowing partner for various risk parameters that determine everything from interest rates, collateral requirements, et cetera, et cetera. And we only work with borrowers that pass muster with our investment committee. This is one of the reasons why Abra's rates are also higher than what you might see in DeFi systems uh, where there is no centralized management over who the borrowers are, for example, in those products. Okay, uh, let's see. We have a request here. Do you provide documentation or explanation of security measures taken to protect deposits, i.e. insurance, cold storage, security, qualifications? Okay. So this is something that myself, our VP of engineering, our CTO, our head of operations, we constantly are looking at this. Um, we have a lot of secret practices that we actually don't publish online around how we manage cold storage uh, so that no one, uh, even in the company, there's very few people that actually know all of the processes that we use. Uh, there's a lot of, of secrets involved here, uh, but we have some really tried and true processes that we developed internally uh, to manage uh, and secure assets. And, um, you know, I don't like telling people to, to take my word for it. Uh, but what I can tell you is, is that we have hundreds of thousands of wallets have never experienced the hack. 
not even close to experience a hack. I've never lost a penny of, of consumer funds. And honestly, I don't see how that can uh, realistically happen at Abra. So, so I'm, um, uh, I'm, I'm happy to say that if you're a new user coming in now, you also get the benefits of hundreds of thousands of users before you uh, who came in first, who can also attest to the fact that the Abra system is totally secure. As I said, there's no login and password. It's, it's, it uses an encryption key on your phone to protect your assets. Uh, and, and so uh, I consider Abra to be the most secure solution for uh, storing crypto and earning interest at the same time that you can possibly have. Okay, so let's see. We've got more questions coming in. Mm. So the Ken Show asks, does Abra's move to custodial means you're no longer building products on the Bitcoin blockchain with scripts, contracts, multi-sig, etc.? So, so Ken, just to be clear for everyone, when you're storing Bitcoin or Ethereum or other cryptos, stablecoin dollars in Abra, uh, those are stored either at uh, our exchange partner or at uh, Prime Trust, uh, depending upon whether you're whether you're using the interest product or the trading product. And so, um, in general, we're not doing anything right now with multi-sig or smart contracts. This is something that you know we may be doing in the future. Uh, but right now, it's a very simple, ultra-secure custody model that Abra is, is using. Um, given that we don't get public or private keys, do we actually own the cryptocurrency that we're buying on Abra? Catherine Rhodes asks. Catherine, yes, you do own the crypto uh, that you're storing on Abra. Uh, you do get a private key on your phone that manages access to the wallet, Okay. Uh, as I explained before, there's no login and password. It's that private key. That private key is used to access the wallets. While Abra is the uh, custodian via the partners that I mentioned, right? They're the actual legal custodians. It is your crypto. You have legal rights to that to that crypto uh, and also the terms of service that we laid out for you. And and a lot of people don't read terms of service. And, and Abra tried to make them very, very simple and highly readable. So you know, you should really, especially in financial services, please read the, the terms of service and, and, and educate yourself as to, to what's going on in, 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 in the crypto world. Okay. So keep the questions coming. Um, so, uh, anti, <laughs> anti matter, nice name. Hey, Bill, since Abra custodies with Bittrex, does that mean Abra can list any coin that Bittrex lists? Yes, that is what that means. Um, now, because of the way our trading system works, just because our partner lists the coin doesn't mean that Abra automatically lists the coin. There's other factors, but that is actually a base requirement. They have to actually list the coin and then it becomes eligible for listing on Abra. Uh, so any coin that we list, you'll find that they also list. In some cases, there's, there's limitations in what we can do in certain countries uh, based upon what they also do as well. But in general, the answer to your question is yes. If they list it, we can list it. Let's see. Kieran asks, when will you start online staking for proof of stake? Uh, so good question. This is something that we're looking at. We're definitely going to support interest on tokens that come from the staking world. I can't give you an exact date. It's something we're looking very hard at. Um, and um, we're working with other uh, high quality staking pools already to figure that out. But uh, stay tuned for that. Um, good questions. Lots of questions coming in. Let's see. When do you think um, Amazon or large companies 
will start accepting cryptocurrency? This question comes from Roman. Roman, good question. Um, I think that originally when crypto was launched, a lot of people thought that it would simply be used for payments right away. I don't think we're quite there yet for crypto being used as payments. I think there's a lot of promise in it, especially for cross-border transactions. So let's say we have a user in Guatemala who wants to make a purchase on Amazon. Bitcoin is perfect for that because for the consumer, it means they don't have to have a credit card and they can make the purchase. And for Amazon, it means that their fraud risk is lowered because it looks like a cash transaction. The problem is, is that most of you who are online here talking to me are actually ahead of the curve, meaning you're way ahead of most consumers who aren't even into crypto yet. Okay, so we need to grow and expand this base of people using cryptocurrency massively in order to get retailers like Amazon excited about the prospect here. Right. And not just focus on credit cards and and typing in 16 digit numbers. So I think we're a few years away from that. I think crypto right now is primarily used as an investment vehicle, uh, particularly Bitcoin, which is used as digital gold. Ethereum contracts, which are managing most of these so-called stable coins like Tether and USDC and, uh, and, and uh, you know, others like DAI or whatnot. Um, but, but I think it has its place in payments and, and that will come over time. Okay. Um, can I open an Abra account for my kid? This question from Phil. So, so legally, if you're using your phone, uh, the, the account is actually in your name. I think you have to be 18 or over. So what you do from a family perspective with those funds is up to you. Of course, you have to obey any, any local laws. But my understanding is, is that if, if, it's, if it's money you're managing in your name, you can certainly, uh, you know, later on gift that to your, to your kids when they turn 18. We have a lot of people doing that, right? So they'll basically, um, you know, have a phone and then they'll have, you know, a certain amount of the Bitcoin for their kids, a certain amount for themselves. Uh, but technically, it's in, it's in your name. Um, something that we would love to look at in the future is things like like sub accounts, but that's you know we're trying to keep it very simple at ABBA right now. So just just open the wallet in your name, and you can do um, whatever you want with um, uh, with the funds. And um, there's another question here: Do you have a wallet to store cryptos? Well, the ABBA app functions as a wallet, right? So when you go to uh, your portfolio here and you're looking at Bitcoin. You're actually getting a wallet that's stored at Abra and our partners to be able to store your Bitcoin online in order to earn the interest. I hope that makes sense. And there's two types of wallets. There's an offline wallet where you're storing the money, let's say, on a hard disk or, or directly on the phone. And there's an online wallet. And Abra uses the online version so that you can earn the interest and actually do trades in real time. Okay. Can funds be sent to any bank in the world? This is a question from David. So right now, David, we support sending money to U.S. banks. And uh, I'm very excited to tell you that in, in very short order, uh, we'll be supporting sending money to any bank in the world um, to whom you can send a, a wire. So stay tuned for that. I look forward to demoing that feature on the show uh, in, in the coming weeks. Um, that's something that uh, I, I've been pushing very hard for and I'm excited to say is coming, coming very soon. So one question is about this hold of funds. So if I send money from my bank to Abra in the U.S., do I have access to that money right away? Can I withdraw the money? Uh, do I have to leave it in Abra, et cetera, et cetera? So if I come here to add money, you see that in the U.S. we support bank ACH transfer. This is generally for small deposits, uh, less than $4,000 a day. 
Um, and then bank wire transfers. This can be tens of thousands, uh, soon be unlimited amounts that you'll be able to wire depositing crypto or using my credit card. And we get a lot of people who do all four of those. So if you're doing a wire transfer, uh, depositing cryptocurrencies, using a credit card, there are no delays in being able to withdraw money. As soon as the money shows up in your wallet in Abra, you can actually withdraw the money right away, immediately, either as crypto or as cash, whatever you want to do back to a bank account, for example. Okay. If you use ACH, um, you will have to leave the money in Abra for a certain amount of time. This is because ACH has a lot of fraud risk, but you'll be able to earn interest and you'll be able to trade back and forth. Okay. So to be clear, with bank wires, crypto deposits, uh, using a credit card for deposits, there's no delay in being able to withdraw the money at all, ever. Okay. Uh, so good questions as always. What do I see for the immediate future of Abra? Do I see platform changes, point of sale deposits? This is a question from Sean. Sean, great question. Um, so we've got a few pretty exciting things that I'm not going to give them away right now uh, that we're going to launch this year. Uh, we're in mid-August, so uh, that gives us about th- uh, four, four and a half months. Uh, but I promise you those next four and a half months are going to be pretty exciting. Um, again, one thing I'll tell you is we have, the, we have all this international uh, wire stuff coming down. Uh, where people all over the world are going to be able to deposit money directly from their bank. But that's just the beginning. There's a couple of things that I'm even more excited about for this year. And uh, we're also growing our institutional lending desk at a very fast rate. So so lots of uh, product changes. There's lots of behind-the-scene changes to improve things on the platform side. Uh, our engineering team and product team is very hard at work. Uh, even on improving the user experience, there's lots of things that we're constantly working on in Abra. So so yes, lots of product and platform changes. As I've said in the past, we want Abra to be the global crypto bank. What does that mean, the global crypto bank? Well, it means that I can trade. It means I can earn interest. It means that we can lend. So right now we're lending to institutions using consumer deposits. You can guess where that might go in the future. I can send money. I can go into my menu here and I can send money to any Abra user in the world. We get lots of people who use Abra to actually send money person to person. Then they go to a store, for example, if they're in a, a, cash, a country that's primarily a cash economy and actually withdraw the funds in cash. So they use the store like an ATM machine. And we have people who withdraw to their bank account. So Abra is slowly moving towards becoming a real bank from a cryptocurrency-centric perspective, okay? And this is a new phenomenon. This idea didn't even exist a few years ago, the idea that you could have a cryptocurrency kind of bank app, right? And that's really what we envision for Abra going forward, some very simple, easily accessible features that really push Abra towards many people uh, using it as their primary bank, but in a crypto-centric way, all right? So that's where we're going with this. Okay. How can Catherine asks, how can you not charge a transaction fee as other exchanges do? Catherine, good question. So when I am using my trading account and I exchange between, let's say, ADA and, uh, and uh, Bitcoin, for example, Abra actually determines an exchange rate for that uh, that does make a small profit for Abra and also pays whatever fees we have to to the exchange. So that's baked into the price. So for example, if you're at the airport and you have euros in your hands and you want to get dollars back when people could still travel, you would go to, let's say, TravelX at the airport 
and you would hand them your leftover euros and they would hand you back dollars. Baked into that exchange rate that you were getting from TravelX is a small profit for TravelX in that transaction. Abra actually works the same way. We don't charge any transaction fees, but we do make um, a small profit on the spread between what uh, the market is currently paying for, Bit for Bitcoin in this case and what, what you're paying, okay? Um, so let's see, Roman asks, any update in the user interface coming? particularly a percent earned on each asset so we can track if we're up or down easily? That's a good question. So Roman, it's very hard to do what you're asking. And let me explain why. We have a lot of users who actually deposit cryptocurrency into the app, right? So if I'm holding Bitcoin, for example, and I bought that Bitcoin outside of Abra, I actually have no idea what you paid for that Bitcoin. I would have to provide an interface for you to tell me what you paid in order to give you a percentage gain. I hope that makes sense. If you bought the Bitcoin in Abra, we can obviously show you, uh, you know, whether or not you've made a profit this year. Something we're constantly looking at, it's, it's like I said, Roman, it's, it's, it's very hard to do well because the vast majority of our users use multiple apps. And we have no way of connecting to apps that don't belong to Abra, of course. And so, so that makes it very hard. But, um, it's something that I've wanted myself and even, uh, you know, it's very rare that I use another app, but it does happen on occasion. Uh, but uh, I would love to be able to see, you know, profits and losses in there. You can see in the interest account, for example, if you click on Bitcoin, the amount of interest that's been paid to you uh, over the over the you know course of however long you've held that Bitcoin uh, in the app. OK, by the way. So so this is somebody saying, oh, by the way, uh, big hugs from 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 Mexico. Uh, we love the Abra app. Thanks. Uh, we're getting a lot of users from, from Mexico right now. We love you guys. So a lot of people want to store dollars or move. Uh, uh, they have crypto and stable coins and they want to basically earn interest on it. So we get a lot of that. We have a lot of people who are buying Bitcoin in Mexico and moving it into the Abra app. So we love you guys. Keep keep it coming. Uh, and, and one person saying, hey, why don't you remind everyone that if they're just holding that they should move into, into interest? Absolutely. So if you're just using Abra as a wallet, and you aren't actively trading, and I'd say that's probably at least half our users, they buy Bitcoin and they just hold it, or buy another crypto like Ethereum and just hold it, you should definitely move it over to the interest account on your phone. It's free money, so there's no point not to do it, right? So, so please do that. Um, familiarize yourself with the product. Just click on interest accounts if you haven't already uploaded your ID to get a new account. Please do so right away, and uh, you can start earning some, some interest there. Um, so I was unable to purchase Bitcoin uh, with my credit card. Is there any reason why? This is from Walter. So Walter, the answer usually depends upon the country you're in. Um, we, we don't process the credit card transactions. A third party does, uh, Simplex, and they're simply depositing that Bitcoin into your Abra wallet. And so a lot of banks don't like crypto. Go figure. Uh, and so uh, the best thing you can do there is try another card. Usually debit cards work. Some credit cards, like I think Chase, for example, in the U.S. blocks credit cards but supports debit cards. It doesn't really matter why, but they do. Um, and so usually if you try a debit card, that will work. But um, we get a huge volume uh, from every country, U.S., U.K., Canada, uh, Philippines, people using uh, debit and credit cards. So, so there are cases where you might have to try another card. Uh, but generally, if you have a debit card, your chances are very high that that will work. Okay. Um, does the balance in cold storage accrue interest? 
This is from George. So George, um, from your perspective, if you're holding money in the interest account, it is earning interest full stop. Okay. Uh, and so we make that complexity transparent to you as to how the funds are stored, how the, the custody works, how the storage works. Put the funds in the interest account. You're earning interest. It's that simple. Okay. If you move them out of the interest account into the trading account, they're now available for trading and they're not earning interest. You want to move them back. You simply move the funds to the interest account uh, and you're earning interest. Okay. Uh, good question, George. Um, let's see. Are New York residents affected by the Abra app? Yes. Unfortunately, you are. We support like 100 countries and 49 states except for New York. And this is not my choice. Uh, we love New York. I am, I'm born in New York. Happen to live in California now. But uh, I desperately want to offer Abra in New York. But for legal reasons, uh, this so-called bit license you may have heard of in New York, um, via our partners, we're currently unable to offer the service. We're looking at a way potentially ourselves of getting the bit license since our partners don't have that to potentially offer this. Nothing to report right now. Uh, it'll be a while. But uh, yes, unfortunately, New York is the one place uh, right now, uh, of course, for sanctioned countries like Iran and North Korea, uh, but you can't uh, use Abra uh, in New York right now. And I apologize for that. Certainly not Abra's doing. Uh, we want you to be able to use the service and we're going to figure it out eventually. Okay. Uh, let's see. Puffy asks, again, how are the funds secured and do the funds have insurance? Okay, so Abra is itself not a bank. Okay. We work with a trust bank for interest accounts. Uh, and in exchange for trading accounts, um, crypto itself uh, is not insured. When you're making a cash wire from your bank into uh, Abra, uh, there may be insurance on that process, but the holding of funds itself is not insured. This is crypto. Uh, it's not a, a traditional bank. Uh, we're, we're looking at the potential for third-party uh, insurance in the future. Um, it's something we're looking at, but the, the funds are not insured today. Uh, but generally, um, by and large, um, you know, the system, like I said, is incredibly secure. We've never experienced the hack. And so uh, I feel I personally have a lot of money uh, in the Abra wallet. And so uh, I trust it. Uh, and we have hundreds of thousands of users that, that obviously trust it as well. So how long can you be a global crypto bank without being subject to U.S. banking regulations? Okay, so if if you're holding... Uh, certain asset types like dollars on behalf of a consumer in the U.S., you are subject to U.S. banking regulations such as the Bank Secrecy Act or BSA. Uh, and there are other regulations. Okay, That's why we work with Prime Trust. They are the company, the legal entity that is holding those funds and they provide that regulatory slash compliance oversight required to be compliant in the U.S. And ABRA is fully committed to that. Um, and so... Uh, that's what, one of the reasons why we work with Prime Trust as the partner. And Abra provides all of the technology and wonderful user experience and all of the lending operations to generate the interest um, in the background, as well as the user experience to provide trading uh, for the trading version of the app. So great, great question, Catherine. I hope that I hope that answers your question. So um, do I automatically earn interest if um, I deposit money into Abra. Uh, so no, you actually have to move money from or crypto from your trading account 
into your interest account. So today, when you add money into the Abra app, it lands in your trading account. And the reason we do that is, is so people have real-time access to be able to convert between different currencies. So let's say I de deposit dollars and I want to buy Bitcoin. Well, you can only do that from the trading account. Then you move the funds very simply by clicking on whichever wallet you want to deposit into. So if I want to move money into my PAX account, which is dollars, I simply add, click on add PAX. Or if I want to move money into my Tether, I simply, I simply click on add Tether and it will be able to move money from the trading account into the interest account. It's that simple, but you have to do it. You have to press add Tether or add USDT in this case, or add Bitcoin. And then you can type in how much Bitcoin you want to move or just press move all of it into my interest account and bang, you're automatically earning interest. Okay. If I have my funds in the interest account for five days, can I gain interest for five days? So you're probably actually gaining interest for four days, depending upon when you deposit and when you withdraw. But yes, uh, so uh, interest should be accrued daily, as I understand it. And that means you will earn interest for uh, five days. So good question there. Um, now, as I said, it may take up to seven days to withdraw the funds. But by and large, um, we've been processing both withdrawals the same day. Uh, but we do ask um, uh, you know, that you give us a few days for that withdrawal. So Willie asks, when in the interest account, is the crypto frozen, the value frozen, or does it continue to vary? It continues to vary. So as I said earlier, if you're holding Bitcoin in the interest account and the value of Bitcoin goes up 10x, the value of your Bitcoin has gone up 10x plus the interest you've earned on the Bitcoin. So you're getting the benefit of both, both the value going up as well as the interest. With stocks, it's like if you hold Apple and the price goes up and you get a dividend, you get both the value of the dividend as well as the value of the stock price going up. It's the same thing here. Okay, hope that makes sense. Um, thanks, Willie, for that. What market forces, oh, just, this one just came in, so we'll read it real quick. What market forces impact the price of altcoins? That is a great question. Okay, so altcoins are a tricky thing. There are hundreds of cryptocurrencies out there. We support about 100 in the Abra app. We're adding more all the time. The price of altcoins fluctuates wildly. This is new tech. So effectively, when you're investing in altcoins, you're kind of investing in three things for each altcoin. One, what is the, uh, what is the inherent value of that altcoin from a technology perspective? Right. So a lot of people investing in the original ICO for a coin or the original token offering are making a bet like with Cardano, which just launched their, their Shelly upgrade or ADA, that this technology is going to be very useful. Right. Long term Two, you're also making a, a, a bet kind of on the macroeconomics of the crypto market. Right. Because all coins, you know, they're, they're they're all volatile. Like here, I'll go into the. Um, this is the 24 day price change. You can see. Waves is up 20%, XHV is up 18%, IOC is up 14%. That market is very volatile. They tend to move in waves, but whereas, whereas the whole market will go up and down. And there's an index that I look at online, uh, which basically tracks more or less, I think like 100 or plus uh, altcoins. And you can see that right now, like that market is up like something like 35% over the last month. And so uh, there's the macroeconomic aspect. And then the third part is what's happening with Bitcoin and ETH and now with this whole DeFi craze. 
So Bitcoins will often, um, I'm sorry, altcoins will often follow the price of Bitcoin and ETH higher. Um, usually they won't lead, but but sometimes they do. But generally those three factors can go in. And so we have a lot of people who are very passionate about very specific projects in crypto. Cardano, uh, Tezos, Digibyte, for different reasons. They believe in the technology enabling uh, person-to-person money transfer, retail payments, Internet of Things payments, uh, a better digital gold, digital silver, whatever, whatever that that technology application might be gaming. Right. And people become very passionate about those crypto projects and then make investments in some ways not dissimilar to venture capital or angel investing. But you're investing now in a protocol token as opposed to a company. Right. Because most of these aren't companies. Uh, They're not companies. None of them are. We don't offer security tokens. And so and so basically you're making a bet then on the value of this protocol token adding value over time. So uh, I hope that question uh, makes sense, Catherine. Uh, thank you, Catherine, for all the questions today. Uh, Kieran asks, why is only true USD for withdrawal to bank account, uh, but not USDC? Um, Kieran, that's a good question. Um, right now, because of the way withdrawals work, it's simply a technology issue. You have to convert the USDC to true USD and then withdraw. Um, we're looking at that and you should be able to do that in the future, but nothing nothing to announce right now. It's really simple. If you want to withdraw another stable coin, just convert it to true USD to USD by clicking on exchange at the bottom and you can withdraw the, the dollars right away. I like this question. What does the OCC ruling last month mean uh, that banks may provide custody services for crypto? This is from William Wim. Um, I, I wrote about this last week. Uh, basically, this is more of a clarification than a ruling. Uh, the OCC is not a legislative body. They interpret existing regulations. So what they clarified is, is that uh, in their opinion, U.S. banks, and, and since they oversee nationally chartered banks, in particular, they're referring to nationally chartered banks, uh, may in fact uh, custody cryptocurrencies for consumers. It's, this doesn't mean that they couldn't do it before, but for any banks that weren't clear whether it's considered illegal, what they're saying is it's not illegal. And so that's always a good thing for the space because a lot of banks uh, are very conservative, slow moving. Maybe they want to get into the crypto space, but they're really not clear on the regulation. So the OCC, which is the, uh, the branch of the U.S. Treasury Department that oversees the regulation of U.S. banks, has clarified that this is legal and banks can do it. So I do expect an explosion in banks providing crypto custody services in the coming years. As I said earlier, welcome to the party. Uh, Always late and last of the party as usual. Abra will continue to push the envelope, innovate in the space, offer more features like interest earning accounts, the ability to trade in the same app, uh, other features that I, I can't tell you about that we're working on. And, you know, we think we're going to be the best crypto bank out there long term. But we know the banks are coming. They have no choice because they're already being out innovated in so many other areas in lending and other things. And so eventually they're going to get there. Right. Uh, OK, so love the questions. If you have more questions, the best place to get answers is support at Abra.com or online FAQs. What I find is 90 percent of the common questions are answered via the FAQs. The FAQs are actually accessible from the Abra app. So you click on FAQs in the menu and you can browse by any topic. It's awesome. You can actually search. 
So if you want to get more details on interest earning, you click on interest earning and you can read all about it there. Okay. Thank you for the ABRA team to the ABRA team uh, in the background helping uh, with a lot of the answers here. I don't know everything. And so they're actually helping out. Um, and uh, we'll see you next week. Stay safe, wear your masks, call your mom. Uh, we'll see you soon on Money Talks. Thanks, everyone. Have a great weekend.